Hi, I'm your host, Nicole Kane, and you're listening to the Home and Place podcast, where I translate theory to practice and create cross-discipline conversations about aging and the importance of place. I am so glad you're here. Today, I'm talking with Monica Landano. Monica is the co-owner of Seniors Helping Seniors, serving Weld and Boulder counties here in Colorado. Seniors Helping Seniors is a non-medical in-home care service that helps seniors to continue to live independent lives. This unique model of care hires only older adults as caregivers. As you'll hear, camaraderie from shared life experiences can form powerful bonds that create meaningful relationships for both the client and caregiver. Monica, thank you so much for joining me today. You are my first guest in the world headquarters of Home and Place Project, which is my basement. And I'm very excited for you to be here. Thank you so much for coming. (laughs) Thank you so much, Nicole. It's my pleasure. (laughs) So we're going to be talking about a lot of fun things today. Namely, we're going to be talking about your organization, Seniors Helping Seniors, and how this is an a wonderfully unique model of care. So I'd love for you just to talk a little bit at first about um, home care versus home health, if you could please. Sure, thank you so very much. And I do love talking about home care and uh, the different because a lot of people don't know what home care does versus home health. So home care is um, services that are non-medical. So we can help with personal care, dementia care, home care, um, things such as housekeeping, meal preparation, helping with laundry, um, and then we also have companion care. And with companion care, we can help with transportation or just sitting down and reading a book and keeping company to a senior. So that is typically what home care does. But even though I mentioned some of the most important ones, the reality is that with home care, as long as it's not medical, we can really tailor the services to anything um, that it will be um, to help the seniors. Yeah. I think a lot of times that when people say home care, they think automatically medical, nursing mm-hmm. and therapists and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you're providing what you like you said, non-medical services. Mm-hmm. And so you have a really unique model of care where you only hire older adults to help other older adults. Can you tell me more about this model? Sure. And I wish I can take credit that it was my <laughs> idea, but it's not. Um, yeah. So our founder, Kiran, she... Um, discovered that really seniors had more things in common. They had similar life experiences and that it was going to be a win-win situation if you had a person uh, that can relate better to you providing the services. And the win-win comes when you have a senior that is receiving services, again, from somebody that probably can relate better to you, but also the senior that is providing services has something to look forward um, and can, in many cases, uh, supplement their income. Yeah. I would love to hear an example. Do you have a case that you could talk about where it was um, a nice mutual, mutually beneficial relationship? Oh, sure, we do. So we had um, a client that unfortunately he passed uh, away not too long ago from Alzheimer's. And he uh, was in the younger side of, um, of a senior. 
our caregiver who was a male caregiver they are not easy to come by <laughs> we get a lot of female but not males um, he retired and he was pretty bored at home uh, he used to be in the military so yeah he was bored and he decided that he wanted to help us with with our client and it was such a beautiful transformation because they really built a relationship Um, the caregiver was asked by our client's wife to please uh, talk about her husband at the funeral Mm. that's how strong that relationship uh, became and um, it was such a beautiful transformation that at the end our client was really his short memory was was gone and he did not remember his kids very well but he did remember our caregiver so it was really a beautiful a beautiful um, relationship that was built and um, and I know that the wife felt very confident and she knew that we were going to take care of her, of her husband when uh, the caregiver was in the house. And I know that the client knew that even though he was confused and did not remember the face of the caregiver, he knew he could trust him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that story. Thank you. It was, yeah. Thank you. What are some of the common needs that your clients have? What are things that they're commonly requesting, whether it's transportation or meal preparation? What are some some popular ones? So, and this with this, we can go back to home health and home care. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the most part, when we get a phone call is about, transportation is huge, mm-hmm. um, and housekeeping, that happens. But of course, Alzheimer's, Dementia care is big. In the last two years, 2016 and 2017, over 60% of the services provided by seniors helping seniors was memory care. Mm-hmm. It is definitely growing. So, um, so yeah, so memory care is a lot. And I will say that after that, housekeeping and transportation are pretty, are pretty um common to be requested and then of course uh, we work really well with home health because home health they do everything that is medical so normally home care is long-term care home health is not Um, and with the home health people that are receiving home health will be getting a PT or a nurse coming to the house or OT that kind of medical um, medical I'm trying to think of other word. Personal, like medical. Yeah, it's a kind of short-term medical care. So usually after a illness or injury, they're hospitalized and it's a transition home has been my experience. And I used to be a home care OT, uh-huh. so I would work in that capacity too. Yeah. And, um, and so it would be short-term, whereas home care care what you're doing is more Mm -hmm. of a long term you're with people before during and after you're with them for the long haul whereas home health the the medical providers we're just in and out we're we're in there maybe a month or two months or something like that i'm glad you helped me because i know the word i was looking for home (laughs) um i was looking for the professional (laughs) (laughs) medical professional (laughs) god 
um, where, yeah, again, you will have a nurse and you will have an OT. And again, uh, for the most part, we see six, like six weeks mm -hmm. and then they are out of the house right. because their goal is to make the person better mm -hmm. so that they can stay home, remain at home. And then home care yes. comes in to help the senior continue to be well at home. Absolutely. And it's essential. And, and in my experience, having um, a caring caregiver in the home can really, really prolong someone's experience in their home. You know, if they're preferring to stay in their home rather than moving to a nursing home or assisted living facility, having that caring person there to help with these little daily tasks, even, you know, like getting the cat in the carrier to bring it to the vet, these little things that could become a big problem makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So if people are interested in signing up for your services, how should they do it? And is, is anything covered by any sort of insurance or um, perhaps a countywide initiative? So for home care, unfortunately, the way to be able to afford the services are less than home health, of course, but of course there are different things out there. So um, I will say that long-term care insurance, a lot of people um, did purchase long-term care insurance 20 years ago and they thought that was a lot of money, but now it's, it's paying off. <laughs> uh, the other thing is uh, every county has an area agency on aging. So contacting your county um, to check what programs under the area agency on aging are available that will help a lot um, they do have in many counties they have voucher programs which will help with personal care and housekeeping and also they have respite care programs uh, that will help a caregiver to hire a caregiver to come and stay with the loved one while the wife or the husband or the kid, whoever needs that respite care, um, can go away and take care of themselves. Okay. So that's another way to do it. So if people are interested in signing up for that, if they call their local area agency on aging, mm -hmm. what should they ask for? Well, uh, I'll give you an example. Here in Boulder County, you can call the area agency on aging, uh, or you can also call at the senior center in Longmont. And they have uh, three girls in there that will help you. And basically just sharing with them what the problems that you're having, what are your limitations, and they will schedule a home visit with uh, the senior that is needing help. And um, they'll, call, they'll go to the house, they'll do an assessment, because if you're telling them, you know, I, I, I need help with the housekeeping, they will go and they will do the assessment to see what is that you need. Um, because I think being responsible too, a lot of seniors want to stay home, but doesn't mean that because you want to stay home is the best choice. Agencies like mine should really be in place to help you stay at home with quality of life. So that's what is so important that these home assessments are done to make sure that really your quality of life will improve if you're bringing an agency. So being honest is the first thing to this, when you call to any organization to ask for help. The area, area agency on aging will come, they'll do an assessment, they will decide 
if 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 any home care agency is really the right choice for you um, i believe they go through finances and that type of stuff and then if you qualify they will go from there um, by contacting whatever agency will be the one helping you so did i answer the question i think so okay. so i have a follow-up question now okay. <laughs> so, so what are they looking for when they do the home evaluation to, to make that determination. Uh-huh. And so it's it sounds like there's a, you know, a professional that comes uh-huh. out and says, and, and really says, are you eligible for this program? Mm-hmm. Would you be a good candidate to receive the home care services? And what are they looking for? Yeah. So I cannot, and th- that would be a great thing for you to have one of those girls from the uh, area agency on aging uh, so that they can give you more specifics. But I know that making sure that, again, that that person really can uh, remain in the house with quality of life. Um, it's important that that person is mobile, that really you are making a difference for them. Um, so I know that. And I don't know for the finances, to be honest, I don't know how much if how much they go into that um, for the finances part. But I know that that's one of the things that you do have to uh, you do have to keep yeah. in mind. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So if this person perhaps is needing 24-hour care and then that's just not covered by their mm-hmm. uh, voucher program, mm-hmm. I can see why they might say oh, this might not be a good candidate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's hard. I mean, for coming from my perspective as, mm-hmm. as an occupational therapist and as a gerontologist, you know, my heart is pulling me towards wanting to do what the, the homeowner is wanting. And so mm-hmm. if they're wanting to stay in the home, it's okay, mm-hmm. how do we do that? Mm-hmm. And as an OT, we would do all sorts of little gadgets and modifications and little things mm-hmm. to try to help. And as a gerontologist, now I'm looking at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And what are what are the structural supports that we need to keep this person in place? Is it companionship? Is it Can they have a part-time caregiver? Mm-hmm. What about transportation? Can we bring these things together? And then what about the bigger society as a whole? Are they able to get out of their house and access the community? Mm-hmm. And so there's, there are a lot of big questions around this. And um, and I didn't realize that it was an assessment to say, okay, yes or no. Mm-hmm. I thought it was what level of care. So that's mm-hmm. that's really fascinating. And I want to, yeah, now I want to dig into that a little more too. Yeah. Yeah. I And again, I don't want to speak for the girls because they're the ones that know yeah. uh, what the what the uh, qualifiers are yeah. but I know that yeah that they they do an assessment um, before they say yes and right. I think is the right way to do it yeah mm-hmm. interesting so I want to go back to something that you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier and that was the population that seniors helping seniors typically serves and mm-hmm. you said that 60 percent of your clients have some form of dementia or Alzheimer's mm-hmm. disease okay. and I would love to dig into this a little more with you and and talk about the connection with the Alzheimer's Association can you talk yeah. about that a little bit of course so in 2016 i am a numbers girl 2016 <laughs> i went ahead and i pulled that report and i was pretty uh, surprised when i saw that over 60 percent of our services to be more exact it was 64 percent uh 2016 for memory care so at that point uh, sandra and i sandra's my business partner we decided that it was time to um learn more about Alzheimer's. So we decided to become leaders in dementia care. That means that at least 75% of your staff has to have uh, training, just training in memory care. Mm -hmm. And then that is eight hours. Okay. So we became leaders in dementia care. But really my interest 
interest grew in helping the Alzheimer's Association was after you see what families go through when they have a loved one with the disease. And to be honest, it's even worse, and we've seen it, when the kids have mom and dad both with the disease. So I, um, I just want to learn more. I want to help more. Um, I am in the committee that puts together the walk, the walk to end Alzheimer's. So a lot of counties, not every county has it, but a lot of counties across um, the country have it. So I am working with the one in Boulder. And Katie Davis, who is the organizer, and she's the leader, if you can call it, um, for the walk, she, every meeting, she will share a story with us to inspire us. Why are we doing this? And one of the stories that she shared um, was a, a note that a participant last year sent to her. And he was so happy about the walk. He felt like he had something to look forward to go and walk, to know that he was not alone, that there is more people out there facing the same disease. Um, then you know that you're doing the right thing. And that goes also for families, for families to know that they are not by themselves, that there's more people out there with the same issues. Um, so it really, it just, it just makes me realize that again, that we, um, we need to be more supportive because our mission really is to try to um, end Alzheimer's, to find a cure. And when you, over 60% of your services are memory care, you see so much that I do want to find a cure for Alzheimer's. Yeah. I wish they, they do and they do soon. So tell me more about the walk. When is it? So it's going to be August 11th. And I know it's a long time before it happens, but the reason we start early on is because we like to invite people to form teams mm -hmm. and to fundraise. It's fun. Uh, plan your costume because you can come <laughs> with your team and be super, you know, Superman or be a Wonder Woman. I don't know, whatever you want to be. So plan your costume, fundraise, have fun, and, and come August 11 and, 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 and be there and, and support those that need, yeah. that need um, the support. It's going to be at um, the University of Colorado, Herbs, how you pronounce that, Herbs Plaza. Mm -hmm. And it is going to start at, uh, the ceremony is at 9, but registration is going to start at 8 a.m. So around the country, are all the walks around the same weekend or around the same time, or they vary throughout? The no, country? they vary. Okay. Yeah, Larimer County is normally uh, pretty early on. It goes, um, I think they are like even July, if I'm not wrong. And then you have, for instance, Well County that have theirs uh, pretty much at the end of September. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember Bol uh, Denver, um, when Denver 
walk is that one is huge mm-hmm. but boulder walk is amazing we have a lot of people there too so Fine. yeah so is um you know so even if you cannot make it to the one in boulder there are definitely other walks that people can attend yeah okay mm-hmm. so here's the call to action everyone so august 11th is very close to my birthday so we're gonna <laughs> i'm gonna organize a walk i'm gonna have a team Dang. and so people reach out to me if you are in and around boulder county we'll put together a team we'll have some costumes Costumes. I'll probably bring birthday cake because mm-hmm. it's close to my birthday and that would be delicious. Yeah. So reach out to me if you want to form a team, Alzheimer's Association, Boulder County, August 11th. And we'll, yeah, we'll put up costumes. It'll be a blast. That will be fun. <laughs> we, we'll get you a tiara for the, oh, yes. the birthday princess. That's <laughs> <laughs> just my style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Monica, well, is there anything else that you'd like to add or before we close? Would you, anything else you'd like to talk about? Yeah, I, I guess I would just like to uh, probably end up by a little bit of the benefits of home care. You know, it, it would just give seniors independence. The friendship. Mm. Also, um, the flexibility. When we work with seniors, especially with our model, seniors utilize our services as much or as little. We can serve one hour, we can serve 24 hours. Again, we'll tailor the service to their needs. So um, that's, that's what I love about working with seniors, is the flexibility that they give us so that we can give it to the client. Yeah, perfect. I think that's a lovely way to end. Monica, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Home and Place Podcast. You can find links to the items we discussed on the website, homeandplacepodcast.com. A huge thank you to Monica for coming into the studio of Home and Place Podcast for this interview. You can reach out to her and learn more about this unique model of care on their website, homecarenortherncolorado.com. Also, just wanting to plant a little seed of an idea here. If you are a researcher or student looking for a thesis topic, consider researching this model of care. When digging into the literature in preparation for this interview, I was able to find studies done in the 80s, but had trouble finding more recent material. I think this model of caregiving where older older adults are hired for the caregiving needs of other older adults is really ripe for research. So thanks again for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. While you're there, rate and review the show. This really does help more people find the podcast. If you have show ideas, I would love to hear them. Reach out on my website or social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Home and Place. I'm your host, Nicole Kane. I am the owner of Home and Place Project, rethinking the built environment. With a background in occupational therapy, environmental gerontology, and training as a certified aging in place specialist, I help homeowners, researchers, and architects go beyond ADA to create beautiful and inclusive environments. My work is based in solid research and guided by a deep appreciation for the power of place and the importance of personal choice. To connect, collaborate, or just find out more about me and my work, visit my website, homeandplaceproject.com. Special thanks to the Audio Information Network of Colorado for broadcasting this episode to their radio listeners. Learn more about them at aincolorado.org. And finally, thank you to Delia of Northfield, Minnesota for composing and performing this original music. Take us home, Delia.